Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this special midweek episode of the Matan Berg Show. Today, I'm joined by Micah Pavlot, who is running for SGA class president of the sophomore class at North Atlanta High School. Yeah, Welcome, thanks Micah. for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, a quick disclaimer before we get started. In order to remain impartial, I am refraining from making any endorsements for the SGA election this year, and I would like to extend an interview invitation to all the other student government candidates at North Atlanta as well. And to those of you listening to me for the first time, I do a politics podcast where I share my opinions on the week's news every Sunday. So be sure to check that out if you haven't already. So Micah, I'm how are you doing? doing good. We had to wake up early for the PSAT, but uh, it was all right. Yeah, I, I had it was uh I think I think it went yeah, well. Hopefully. I mean, it was weird as a, a virtual yeah, experience. But, but we, we make the best with what we uh, have. Indeed. Uh so I guess I, I sort of want to give you the case or the, the chance to make your case as to why you'd be the best tenth grade president. So you know, whatever you whatever you want to say. Yeah. So go ahead. The one thing that I'm really striving for is connecting the student class. You know, especially being online school, it's hard to you know meet up with your friends or even talk to them. So I believe that I could work out a way for us to get together in a COVID friendly way and uh, do a field day or even a basketball tournament. And I think it would be a good way for us to you know see our friends, but stay safe. Yeah. Sounds, sounds very good. And uh, are, are there uh, any other, uh, I guess, sort of policy approaches that you're going for? Uh, yeah, if you of were course. Elected? So we're working on getting uh, an easier way for students to tutor other students. You know, again, going back to this COVID, it's been hard to go out and get community service hours. Um, and so if you did this with our student-to-student -student tutoring, you could actually get community service hours for tutoring other students. That, that sounds like a nice two-in-one because uh, it's community service for some people and tutoring help for others. So that could definitely be uh, uh, again, an interesting way to combine the two. Yeah, and be I, good think for it, I think it would help a lot of the students uh, at North Atlanta because – you know, it especially online, like, again, but it's kind of difficult to find tutoring. Like, you have to look at the, the times and, like, go to a specific class. If we had a one-stop shop for, for everything, I feel like we could have a, a good run at teaching the students what they need to know. Yeah. Yeah, that does sound like uh, it could definitely have the potential to help a lot of people. Uh, I, I also heard that you had a uh you were saying something about i believe uh homework load and uh there might have been yeah. something another so uh, i believe i could work with the teachers to find a nice balance of work for us to do and as well as teaching them how to use google classroom better they've had they've had some teaching but i don't think that they've heard a voice from the student side and it looks a lot different so if we could help them understand, you know, the best way for them to put the assignments in and pick the correct due date as well as just the information uh, so that it doesn't show up on your workload and then you don't have to, you know, sort through a bunch of nonsense to find the one assignment that you do have to complete. Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll sort of, I'll take those one by one. I'll start with that. We're, 
were you thinking maybe of some sort of like SGA, uh, the, you know, all, all the SGA can or elected people sort of get on a zoom with the teachers and sort of, uh, have like a, like a webinar sort of, you know, this is the best way. Is it, is, yeah, is so it that sort of thing? Definitely we would create a PowerPoint and, you know, I'm not sure the best way to share that with everyone, but we could definitely hold a webinar for all the teachers to look and see, you say, okay, this is where you post an assignment. This is where you post instructions. And this is where you put the links where it's easy to find. And then we could explain that to all the teachers and then also explain to the students. If you click right here, it shows you all the assignments due today. Yeah, it's true for both the students and teachers, this entire, you know, since March, this whole, virtual experience you know it's in neither of our job yeah. descriptions <laughs> as yeah. of now uh you know no, we're, we're supposed to know how to learn how to teach but not necessarily how how to uh find the assignments by unit and how to put an assignment up at the top or how to how to turn something in at a, yeah. at a video whatever 100%. it is that, that, yeah um so i guess i guess uh i'll go to the uh the tutoring yeah. Uh, policy you had. Uh, so right now I know there there's office hours. Uh, I believe from uh, I want to say two fifty to four maybe on most weekdays, and then on on the uh, advisement days it's from three thirty five to four. I think. Uh, so how would you uh, sort of approach uh, either combining, you know, splitting it up or just adding on or getting rid of one? How would, how would you approach that to have yeah. the students so, the student so as well? So the first thing we would do for the, on the teacher's side, right, is make it a lot more clear on when tutoring is because I had a class that our tutoring didn't start till four. So I had to go and make up an assignment and I had to wait till four. So the office hours are still like a little unclear on when we go for questions, when we go for making up assignments and stuff like that. So if we could, you know, have a schedule, okay, if you need to do something, come at this time, right? And then the other thing is for the student on student teaching is we'd say, okay, every Tuesday and Thursday from 3.30 to 4.30, you know, come join this Zoom link. And then tell us what you need help with, and then we'll match you up with a student tutor who can help you uh, with your assignment or just review some notes that you have. Yeah, and I'm sure sure you could utilize breakout yeah. rooms for that. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think that that definitely is an interesting potential. So, you know, something when they created the schedules and added the office hours, I'm sure they weren't. Uh, you know, sort of thinking, or they might have been, but they, they never got a student perspective as to what sort of office hours and tutoring and, you know, maybe be better if we had certain office hours for tests and certain hours for yeah. assignments. Course, they might not yeah. have been thinking about that. And, and you know, they had a lot going on, you know, where, when we're going to open all that. So it was very difficult. But that, uh, I think that that could be very helpful for a lot of people. Um, so, and sort of on on the homework, I think this is the one where I'm quite honestly most skeptical. Uh, I think we've uh, heard heard it from just about every SGA <laughs> candidate ever that 
it's going to be less homework, that they're going to give us less homework. Uh, do, do you have a, a unique approach, one that would, uh, fi- you know, finally, you know, break the, the glass ceiling and actually help negotiate with teachers as to how to give uh, students more of a balanced yeah, workload? So the first thing is I'm not anti-homework, right? I do think it's important to, to you know, just check your skills after school. Right. So, you know, if a teacher assigns, you know, 10 question math sheet, I'm fine with that. Right. But when it gets to 30, 40 questions of doing the same thing over and over. Right. That's where I I feel like at that point, you're just you're doing the same thing over and over again. And that's when you lose students. And if they say if you say, okay, just do these five problems, they're probably most likely to just do them and then turn it in. If you say do these 20 well, I'm going to pull out my phone and just take a picture of all of them and then write down whatever my phone says. So I feel like if right. we if we just find the right balance to where we we actually want to do the work to to help us, then I think that would be better. Right. Um yeah, and I you know, it does have the potential. It's just uh you know, it's it's been a long time going and maybe you could be that first person to to get it done one of the things north atlanta does pride itself on though is having the the ap classes the ib classes the advanced classes honors classes etc would there be sort of i'm assuming like a different criteria for what is i guess you would say balanced and normal in those different classes so yeah for the ib classes and the ap's of course you're going to see more work and um, but I think it's just important. Again, it's not the like if if you say write an essay, that's fine. But writing five essays. Right. So if we say, OK, you can assign difficult work, but assigning 100 problems isn't isn't really helping anyone. Right. So they would have more difficult work. But uh, I right. still think we could cut back on the amount. And this is just something that sort of uh, came into my head right now. You can tell me what you think about it. What if uh, the teachers sort of got together with the help of the SGA to sort of sign some, you know, non-binding contract that said that, okay, so uh, the the social studies teachers are going to commit to not giving homework on Tuesdays and the science teachers not on Wednesdays, math not on Thursday, English not on Monday, whatever, uh, so that it it uh, only makes students have to do homework three days a week, uh, or I'm sorry, three classes a day, as opposed to four, or something yeah. something along the lines of that. Would that be if if the first uh, sort of solution that I do feel like has been tried before and sometimes unsuccessfully to sort of just say, okay, teachers give us homework. If that doesn't work. Could that be a possible plan yeah. B? So, where, yeah, that definitely where, could be uh, a good plan as well as, you know, we could do, you know, kind of the opposite of saying, OK, science is on Tuesday, math is on Monday, so on and so on. So that way, you know, OK, today's Tuesday. Let me pull out my science work and let me get that done. Right. And so that's that actually brings me to my next point is right. I want to hear from the class. So that's what I believe like sets us apart from my opponents is 
you know, the other day I, I sent out a thing. If you want something done, just message me. I'll see what I can do. You know, I feel like my campaign is putting in a lot more effort to doing stuff with the with the students. And would you be willing to sort of extend that past the campaign if you were elected into when you're, you know, if you were serving class president, that you'd also be open to uh, hearing from students and their ideas? Maybe you had sort of someone to help you with that and sort of receive uh, suggestions and you sort of go through them. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah, as well? so this would uh, this would follow through after I'm elected. I would continue to keep the lines open, right? So just message on Instagram, right? What what you want to happen, or even just come see me in the hallways, you know? Just say, this is this is a problem. <laughs> how can you fix it? And I'll work, and then get back to you, and then see how I can implement that into our school. I do I do think that uh, that would be something that uh, a lot of people would appreciate uh, because. You know, SGA often seems like this sort of exclusive club sort of thing where uh, the, 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 the students as a whole don't have much say and maybe they'd, uh, they yeah, might appreciate yeah. that. We're going we're gonna to change that. We want everyone to be involved in student government. And so the, the, the last thing you sort of touched on was this uh, field day slash basketball tournament. Yeah. So the... the one question that comes to my mind immediately, and I know you said COVID safe, but what what specifically would you be uh, willing to implement to make sure that this is sort of something that not only North Atlanta and APS and you know the the PTA would be willing to approve, but also kids and parents, regardless of approval, would be feel safe going to. Uh, you know, in, in these crazy yep. times. So the first thing is we'll have boxes of masks at the field day, right? So you come and you don't have a mask. Here you go, right? We'll have one for you. You know, we recommend everyone brings their own masks. They wear them. And right. as uh, going to the basketball tournament, right? So it's a it's a three on three. So it only keeps six people on, on the court, right? So we're not having a full, you know, 10 people like that on the inside and we'd keep everyone outside until it's their time to um to play then we move them inside for the game and then once they're done we move them back outside would would the people playing have to wear a mask or? we would recommend that they would wear masks but of course if they have yeah, conditions where they can't you know we won't force them to not would you be willing to uh, make it, uh, you know, enforceable if that were the, the means necessary to make the, the event yeah, happen? Yeah, if, if APS says everyone has to wear a mask, then you can't compete unless you're, you're wearing a mask. Okay. Yeah, and I think that could be a, a possible compromise to get something like that done. Uh, so, sort of as a, uh, a fun question, how would would you would you be do like a bracket have people sign up yeah so sort of we thing? would do sign ups like during school and then we'd have to see how many people want to sign up because if we have a bunch we could do lower class versus uh, a lower class bracket and an upper class bracket but um if you know we just have enough for one yeah it would be 
bracket style. We just do randomize uh, the seeds. And then, you know, we probably, we could have a trophy at the end. And, um, yeah, and we'd probably, as well, we could have, like, um, concession stands there. So that could also, you know, teach students, you know, uh, how to run a business, right? And you didn't run this. Would that mean that students are running the concession stands? Okay. Or? Yeah, so we would have uh, a, either a teacher or an adult volunteer, you know, making sure everything runs smoothly. But um, we would have, yeah, we would have the kids, uh, you know, selling drinks and um, learning how to how to manage their inventory. And so that, that brings up another COVID question. How would you manage people eating and drinking and keep everyone safe? Right, so also? that, um, so the concession stand would be outside, right? We could set up tables outside and, you know, as long as people are outside and keeping distance, I think they're fine to take their mask off and eat. And w- maybe w- with, would a possible solution be to have like a, an eating and drinking section where you have to stand on like a on a uh, like on, on a dot that you put on the floor that are all eight feet away from each other. So that, would that be a, a possibility? You think? Yeah, I mean, again, it, it all comes down to um, what we're allowed to do. We could definitely, you know, put down spots to say, okay, uh, stay stay six feet apart. Um, yeah, we definitely don't want anyone, you know, right next to each other. Right. Um, and then I guess the other question is, you said, you know, basketball tournament slash field day. If you could do both, what were the things that you were thinking of for the f- sort of field day so portion? So field day, you know, we could have, um, you know, a bunch of stuff. We could do water balloon toss and, you know, track events and um, like, yeah, like discus. Here, it's like where you throw the frisbee. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could have a bunch of fun stuff like that. Yeah, that 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 would that would sound fun, I think. Uh, and people could do that while they're waiting to play basketball, yeah. I, yes. I presume. Uh, so I do sort of have a, you know, you know, I do a, a politics podcast for for the North Atlanta IBMYP yeah. project. Actually, I'm hoping to do it after. I do sort of have a, a p- political related question for you, and it's it's not overly controversial, so I'm not going to get you in any trouble. But uh, so. I'm sure I'm sure you're aware of a uh, ranked choice voting. And for those of uh, for those who aren't familiar, ranked choice voting is where uh, if there were five candidates, you'd list your preferences from one to five. And after the first round of voting, if no one got 50 percent, the fifth place candidate, their votes would be reapportioned to the other four. And you'd keep doing that until someone has a majority, 50 percent plus one vote. And that's how you decide a winner. Uh, this sort of gets rid of the spoiler effect in elections and allows uh, for people to vote without worrying that they're going to have their least person, favorite person win. They can just vote for their favorite person, rank the rest, and worry about, and not have to worry about that. Would this be something that you would, uh, if you had the chance, be willing to uh, propose and implement in future SGA elections? Would that be a possibility? Yeah, so I would definitely look into it. Um, we don't currently have projections on, you know, who's in first in the elections. So, yeah. So right now we want people to vote for who they think would do best in office. 
but I would definitely, uh, you know, look into a system where, where that would uh, happen. Yeah, because, because I, th I think also there's sort of, uh, uh, you know, if you, if you have, uh, you know, uh, three people who play sports and one person who does music or anything along those lines, it could sort of uh, uh, mess up the system a little to where there are three people, you know, s splitting the people. It was just three people are campaigning on let's do more sports related things and one person on music, the, the sports related vote is going to be split into three and the music is going to be only one. And so they'd have a better chance of winning. But if you had ranked choice voting, that wouldn't be as likely. That's sort of uh, yeah. where that yeah, yeah, I, I that agree. Idea that, comes. that would be a good system to implement, you know, with yeah, so that the votes don't get split as much. Yeah, and it's it's just a thought because uh, you know, I, I know they use a, I believe they use the software, and I don't know if that'd be possible through that. And you have to have security, make sure people only vote once. So I understand the the issues yeah. with that, but it was. But I would just definitely. Uh, look into it in office cool uh so i'll sort of give you the opportunity to make like a closing closing case if there's anything else you hadn't gotten to say yet or if there's uh or yeah. anything else uh, about be class president for 10th grade okay yeah so once again i just want to tell everyone you know thank you for uh for listening to me you know make sure you go out and vote and um, I really think that we could do good. Um, I really think that our year would improve at, with me as your president. You know, again, we would work on creating easier access to tutoring, uh, lessening the workload, and creating a COVID-friendly field day where everyone can come and see their friends and have a nice day. So uh, thank you. Of course. Well, thanks to all who listened. Please consider voting for Micah as your 10th grade class president, but whoever you support, please make sure you vote. The election takes place from December 14th to 16th. Please ask your teachers for more information. My next podcast comes out this Sunday, where I'll cover the Senate runoff debates in Georgia, the fight for stimulus, and much more. I'll see you then. The Matanberg Show is written, produced, and edited by Matanberg. Cover art and logo created by Noah Berg. Go to www.noahsbranding.com for all of your marketing and graphic design needs.